Welcome back, everyone. It is the Me To We Talk podcast. And yes, it is the Truth Serum series where we promise to tell you the truth. The whole truth. And nothing but the truth. So So help me God. And we need a little bit more Jesus today. <laughs> Why today? Why today? Why today? Because we need him every day. Yes, we need him every day. But I just said, Lord, sprinkle a little bit more on me today. And the reason why is this is a very serious topic, what we're going to be talking about today. And we want to make sure that we represent it well. And I love the title. Can I tell them all about it? Please. I'm here for it. Okay, good. Perfect. Before I do, though, I want to let you all know that you can join Me To We Talk by making sure that you join by texting this simple phrase, and it is text Me To We to 22828, and you can be a part of our community, okay? We've got some good stuff, and we want to make sure that we stay in contact with you at all times. And we're so grateful that both of our websites are our sponsors today, and that is Me To We Talk, right? And that is focused on our podcast but if you're looking to really elaborate and grow your love then we tell you to go to me to we love.com right it, it says it in the title it says it in the name so it has to be right amen amen, amen. so we want to just make sure that you guys have everything you need so let's talk about our title can i tell them come on okay. let me know because I, I don't even think i know okay yes you do <laughs> what's in it for we Ooh, for me no for we but the, it's, but the saying is what's in it for me i know and that's what gets you in trouble in marriage (laughs) (laughs) true true yeah it's a way of thinking Mm. and we have formulated this training and we have done this for quite some time in our marital class but we want to make sure that we bring it right here to the airwaves to the podcast because we want to make sure that you can apply it at home yes and it's a way of changing your perspective in a sense it's looking at the long-term plan But it involves both of you working together to think as one. (laughs) No, it's funny, because as you were saying it, all I keep on thinking about is as a kid, they always say, stop that stinking thinking. (laughs) So that's what it is. Like, you got to stop your stinking thinking. Yeah. Because when you're you're just thinking about me and not we, Uh it's a stinking thinking. It is some stinking thinking in there. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I like that. Yeah. It's the truth, you know, because you're not really focused on what you as a couple want. Yeah. Remember, you become one flesh when you say I do. It becomes covenant, right? And so no longer are your thoughts your own thoughts. Not that you don't have your own mind, right? Right. But you should start working in one accord. And I think it says it best in Philippians 2 too. Give it to me. It says, fulfill my joy being like-minded, having the same love, being of one accord Mm. and of one mind. Wow. Right? And so when you hear of one mind, you're like, oh, so we're supposed to think alike, talk alike. No, we're supposed to think in a possibility of what is best for both of us. Yes. Say that. No more. It's no more them. It's all about us. It's all about we, not all about me. Right, and what's crazy, we, you have to get to that. It's like going to another level, mm. especially after you get married. Because I remember when we first got married, I had to get out of my own way at times. Oh, me too. From, from thinking like about me instead of we, because I would think about the 
the best thing for me instead of the best thing for us or the best thing for we and like i had to catch myself quite a few times early on in marriage because i mean it's just hard to make that transition just i'm not gonna say it's hard no it is (laughs) (laughs) i was like what is not let's not even play games no it's hard (laughs) it's hard because you're so used to self you're so used to focusing on you and then like i have to take you under my wing like i'm here to protect you like i'm your everything and you're my everything and i need to make decisions for i don't know i don't need to make decisions for us we need to make decisions for us together right because that's what usually happens where I would like step out of my own way like I'm the man I can make this decision on our half <laughs> and then I'll tell her about it later <laughs> and fellas that usually doesn't go over well just, no. just just keeping it real no no if it doesn't it doesn't but you know what I did the same thing too you know mm. there were things where I was thinking like well this is mine I'm gonna do mm. this or this is my you know anytime you put an IOU on it because that's what we always say it's like you know oh me my or I any right. type of those words you're basically saying you owe me right wow and so when you you have that type of thinking you operate in that that type of thinking so when you make a decision you're not thinking about what's good for the house you think about what's good for me and I have a really good story and it's about me and Connell and dang you're gonna be the bad guy kind of okay but you learn can I really be the bad guy you really oh, can't because you're my hero and <laughs> you really are and so but it was like when we were first dating and I was super sick, okay? And <laughs> Okay, I see how <laughs> Do you remember doing. this? Do you remember this? I know where you're going, but I don't recall. But I just want them to kind of get an understanding because these are things that, you know, if you don't cultivate it or catch it early, mm-hmm. it will keep on progressing through your your marriage from Facts. your engagement to your marriage all the way to unfortunately your divorce right facts before you tell it that is a good point once you tell the story because the fact is if you hadn't said anything mm-hmm. i never would have noticed right that's and true. i would have continuously done that same behavior over and over again so right. go ahead and continue i can continue please i, I would love for you to contribute to this story because you know will, how it goes i will co-sign you'll co-sign as okay. you speak okay right. so what ended up happening was i was really really sick and um i had um, my apartment and he was coming to visit me and he he called me and he said how are you feeling and I was like I'm feeling terrible I, I can barely get out the bed I'm just so sick and everything and he was like okay well go and put on a roll you know and I will be over there and, every, and I, I want to check on you and make sure you're okay you know and he was like you don't look too funny do you I was like really right and making these jokes right and so you know he came over and I'm, I mean this is like I wasn't cute at all I I know I wasn't my hair was all over my head I didn't look good I didn't feel good I didn't sound good it was just I was embodying sick okay (laughs) (laughs) so so um I went to go you know sit on the couch for a minute we were talking and he was like well you know if you want to go ahead and go lay down so I went in my room to go lay down and so he was at the foot of my bed when I went to sleep right he was sitting on the floor watching tv and so I went to sleep right and so when I woke up I smelled this wonderful aroma right because Mm. I hadn't even eaten and I was just like oh my goodness my honey is so sweet he must have left while I was asleep and went and got me something to eat okay and Connell could you please tell our lovely listening audience what happened from there technically I don't recall you don't recall no. that's, a, that's such a cop out it's like you block out trauma <laughs> <laughs> so from what I hear Rhonda say to me oh my when God. she retells this story uh-huh. I was sitting at the foot of the bed and I was eating uh-huh. Uh-huh. and it just so happened I was eating something for me and she was the one that was sick what were you eating? I can't remember. It was soup, kind of. Was it? Yes, it was soup. You know it was. You I, know it was. 
you were eating soup. Like you got reminded that no. you yes, it was no, soup no, kind no, of. No, I'm not saying it wasn't what I'm saying. <laughs> technically speaking, I was trying to build up my immune system so I could take care of you. <laughs> I was trying to like replenish everything. Oh like my my, my, my white blood count. I was trying to get it right that way I could be there for you. Oh my god. So that's what really happened. But, I can't believe you just said that. But go ahead, finish. No, oh no. my god. So I think I was eating soup. You were eating soup. And Facts. as I was eating soup, Rhonda happened to wake up. And then, did I ask you were you hungry or? No, you didn't ask me. Oh, okay, okay, okay. That's, <laughs> that sounds like something I should have asked. Mm, it, it would, you know, might yeah. occur, you know, yeah. since I was sick, you know, and I was the one that was sick. And so then I looked down and then I was just like, oh, you got soup. And he was like, mm hmm. And he's steady eating it, watching a game. And oh, and let me tell you this too. He had the volume so loud on that TV. You know I was sick, and you know I went in the room to go to sleep. And then you came in there and you turned up the TV loud, and then you're eating a bowl of soup. Yeah. Are you waiting for me to respond? Because oh yeah, at no, no, no. Because it's facts. You know it's facts. I don't. I think you're taking liberties with some of this. No, I am not. You, I wish you're doing, I was. You're doing this because you know my memories and everything. No, no. Be. I remember this, and and God gave me this to my remembrance, mm. so we can help everybody. Um, <laughs> no, seriously. And so then I was just so I was so angry. I was like, "You got me a bowl." I was thinking it was like maybe he sat it out on the counter or yeah. something like that. Yeah. And he was like, "Oh, I didn't know you were hungry." And so then I was like. Well, why didn't you think of me? You know, like when you went to get the soup for yourself, what what made you get up, leave, go get soup, and come back with only enough for yourself? Technically, they already have it with me when I showed no, up. No, you did not. I'm have saying it, it could have been in my car. Connell, but, you did not. Okay, <laughs> but as you're telling this story, I'm simply thinking. I'm trying to recall what level we were at in our relationship. You came over while I was sick. I'm just saying. No, I'm saying it to say, like, I'm trying to think, like, how selfish would I be early on? Oh, you were very selfish. I'm questioning myself right now. Babe, you were very I'm selfish. Reflecting. Let me yeah. help you. Okay. Yeah, you were very selfish. And I was too. I had moments too. But that one really stood out to me because I couldn't believe it. And I literally almost broke up with him about that one. Because mm. I was just like, man, this is a whole nother level of selfish. Like, you see me over here. And then I never got any food. Then he was like, you want some of mine? No, I don't want none of yours. Sharing is caring. No, I did not want any of his soup. I, I wanted my own. And I wanted him to think of me. I wanted him to think of we, right? And so especially seeing that he was talking to me about marrying me almost, you know, almost every other month you were talking about like, what if we got married? What would you say? Right. And so after that, I was like, you remember you asked me? <laughs> I was so angry I was. I said, remember you asked me, what would I say? If you asked me today, I definitely would say no. I'd say hell no. And I was just so mad at him and everything. And he was like, my fault, my fault. And, you know, Connell has a way of making me feel you know bad for saying he did something wrong and so i i got sucked in he's super cute and then i i lost my train of thought i lost my train of anger right and but it, it really started from the fact of him not progressing towards vested interest in both of us you know he wasn't thinking of covenant thinking you know he was thinking more of me thinking like what's in it for me yeah i mean and, and just being honest like I'm, I'm thinking back to that moment and i'm thinking like what type of mindset would i have been in honestly like i don't consider myself um the oldest child because i have an older sister but i was raised with my brother so i was always kind of used to taking care of myself and so in that moment that's what it was i was taking care of myself even though you were sick i was still taking care of me and it was just natural it, it came so natural and unfortunately that's how cold it sounds that's just being the honest truth it was just really a matter of like perspective now yeah now and then even then after you told me like how selfish it was because in my mind i could never be selfish 
Like I, I, I pretty, I think of myself as a pretty cool dude. You are. That's facts. And again, we do have selfish tendencies, but until someone points it out to you, you don't necessarily know that it, it's there because who's to say I haven't been this way? My, I wasn't that way my whole life before that moment, and nobody ever showed me. So I just continued to do what I was accustomed to doing. Well, you know, it goes back to what we've been teaching in class. You've been trained since childhood to say, hey, you know, take care of yourself. Yeah. Be like, let's. let's I was talk a last about key what, kid. Yeah, and then let's even talk about what we say to our boys. Like, come on, be a big boy. Be a, you know, get, yeah. you know, take care of yourself. You better go and make yourself something. Don't just sit here and wait on on everyone. This is how we train, you know, ourselves. I remember being trained the same way. Like, hey, take care of this, take care of that. And it's uh, nurture versus nature, right? And so, okay. you know, we don't often take care of others the way we think we do right right and so because we've been so trained to let me make sure i'm good make sure i'm good and then you're right kind like when you were growing up and you've said this on many occasions on many different podcasts about how you were raised to make sure you took care of yourself so that's when it's it's that much more difficult to go from me thinking mm -hmm. to we thinking it, right. it literally it's it's a covenant shift but it, just because you get married doesn't mean that your mindset is going to immediately change. It right. takes time. It takes working on it. And you got to work on it together. And you have to have a philosophy of thought. How are we going to move forward into collaborative yeah. commitment thinking? Yeah. Right? Is that fair? Hey, hands down. <laughs> That's facts. <laughs> well, what I will tell you is this. To think of it like when you're going at work right and for many of you guys who are out there in the working field like the best thing at a job is when you become you know maybe completely vested in your 401k right <laughs> you know completely vested right right and that's when you're all in okay and so there are different you know marriage milestones right that happen where you start becoming more and more you know fully vested into yeah. that type of thinking that's a good point right but vested or being vested or having vested thinking is not for the faint of heart mm. okay because it challenges your mindset okay and especially for those who are stuck on willpower right, right. <laughs> they're like this is who i am what do you mean you're changing me this is how I've always done it. So what do you mean, right? But it's really a win-win effort when everyone is thinking of what's best for the other. That's when you know that your relationship, like you said earlier, babe, has gone to a next level. Actually, that's a very good point because as you, as you just said, that I'm sort of thinking like each time your vested interest goes to another level. Like, you know, you take this relationship to another level, obviously. So, mm -hmm. like, obviously marriage first. And when you have a child together, that vested interest just increases. Mm -hmm. When you buy a home together, that vested interest just increases. So when I put you on my benefits, come on now. That vested <laughs> interest just increase. Come on. Right, right. But what I would say is this, is that it's kind of like uh, symbiotic thinking, right? Okay. And so, and then let me, let me define symbiotic because we were talking about this before and there was uh, a moment where someone was like hey I need clarity let's give clarity so symbiotic means denoting a mutually beneficial relationship between different people or groups right and so what it means is it's involving interaction between two different people right living in close physical association right mm -hmm. so it's like how do you interact how do you play off of one another right. in order for you guys to have a common goals and so what we ended up saying is we came up with five rules to making sure it's not all about me, but it's all about we yes. thinking. And we'd like to share that with you guys. Okay? Okay. So number one, focus on outcomes, not moments. Mm. Okay? And don't get me wrong, moments add up to outcomes, right? Right. But if you're only thinking in the moment, 
and you're not thinking of what will happen in the end, the yeah. big picture thinking, yeah. right? Then you're not really doing that relationship justice, right? No, that's facts. So I want to give you an example. You know, if I'm sitting around thinking like, hey, mm -hmm. I really want these, let's say shoes, okay? I'm just okay. gonna use shoes. I really want these shoes. And then in my account, I have $300 in my account. These shoes are $200 and they would look so good on me. Oh my goodness, right? Mm -hmm. But there's this thing, you know, my we, my husband or my family, they need to eat. They need certain things that you and I don't get paid for another two weeks. Right. Right. So but I really, I really want those shoes. OK. And in that moment, I know I would look so bad in them shoes. Right. I, I know I would look amazing in these shoes. But if I look at it from a little bit down the road and just say, you know what, I don't get paid in for another two weeks. What if I waited, right, mm -hmm. for those two weeks to come up? Why don't I get everything that my family needs, right, what what we need? And then when it's time, you know, I will be able to get the other things, right? And that's thinking of what's good, not just for me in that moment, right? Because you, you have to remember when you're single, you can think about yourself. It's okay to just think about yourself. But you didn't. But if you become engaged or if you're saying, hey, I want to be in a serious relationship that's moving forward, and then especially if you're married, you got to start thinking, OK, hold on now. What's going to be good for us? So you have to change your viewpoint. You have to change your thinking. It's basically um, short term profit versus long term gain. Mm. Like you want to think about the end game and not what's directly in front of you. Like you were saying, like, yes, these are these shoes are good. They're bad. But at the same time, do I really need it? Is this just one more pair of $20 shoes to add to this collection that I already have? Right. Versus that money is going to something that, that could be more beneficial for the whole group, for the whole family, like you were just saying. Exactly. Is it is it going to build our symbiotic relationship? Is mm. it is it going to make it make us better? Is it going to make we better or is it going to make me better? Right. I feel so you. weigh those things out. I feel like you're talking about me when I buy Jordans, though, because like that's that's. No, no, we put that in the budget because mm. we know that that's what you need. See, people, <laughs> put the Jordans in the budget. <laughs> and I want to be clear with you good. guys. You know, there are things that you just need for you in order for yeah. you for you to be better for we. Right. You know, there's some things that you need. Hands like, down. You know? when, when I look good, I know I feel good for you. Oh really? Yeah, I'm Is doing it for it you. Is? I'm doing it for you. Oh really? I do it for my we. Not just oh, me. Oh, okay. Thank you. Thank you so much. Like when I, especially when I catch that look at your eye, like, oh, he look good. Yeah. <laughs> we did that, Rhonda. We did that. We did that. <laughs> Come on well, now. I do like the way we look. How about that? Amen. <laughs> Number okay. two. Number two. Focus on the we and not the me, right? Okay. Again, we're going back into it. We're going into that we thinking that when you focus on the we, man, you're like, oh, we need this. We can do this. Yes. What can we do? Instead of, I think I can, we can, we can. We yes. can do it all. We can do this. Man, we are unstoppable if we do this. This is more positive thinking. It's speaking to your future. You're supposed to call those things that are not as though they were. You see what I'm saying? That is going to do it for us. Where yes. It's literally focusing on your future. Our future. We are blessed. We are blessed. We are. We're going to continue to be. Yes. Okay. You ready for number three? Give it to me. Okay. Number three. I encourage you to agree on clearly defined and measurable smart goals. Mm. Okay? Do you guys remember smart goals? <laughs> you, I you remember my, on my reviews. 
So you work. remember those? Okay, well, you know what? There are some reviews in this household, right? And it's a way that you should be looking at it. So SMART goals, and if we go and we, we break down the acronym for it, um, they, you know, in work, they would say specific, and they should be specific. They Correct. should be detailed, you know, um, because God is in the details. I truly believe it. But I would also say let it have a little stretch, you yeah. know? You know, it should take you out of your comfort zone. You know, if you're if you're comfortable and you're in the same spot and you guys aren't moving forward, and you know, and it's not helping you get closer to we, but it's making you get closer to me, you know, that that is a problem. You know, you want to really define that, okay? So the next thing is measurable, right? Measurable is, hey, how will you know when you've reached this goal, right? Mm -hmm. Like, how do you know that this is success, right? right? Because you might measure success one way and I measure it another way. Sure. I might think, man, we're we thinking because you know what? We decided we were gonna go and get a car together or something, right? Everybody has a different meaning of success in a successful marriage. So you got to lay those things out. Like I think successful in a marriage is you showing me your your love, that you feel my love tank, that we're talking and we're communicating, right? No, uh, from a measurable standpoint, I feel like, you know, once we get the kids out of school, get them into college and then we're retired, you know, that's my that's how I know we've made it. <laughs> okay, good. You then know? that leads into the other part of smart. Is it attainable? Okay, that's the oh, A. Yes. So S M A. We're on the A on Smart, right? Is it on a scale of one, a one to ten? How confident do you feel that you'll get it done? That you'll do it? Well, if you think about it, as you, a couple, agree. But you have to make it attainable too. You don't want to be like too not, far. Right? Not that you can't reach for the stars. Right. But don't put anything in there that you know you can't hit. You know what I mean? Right. Don't put. Don't make it just just absolutely unattainable. Right. And you're just putting someone. You're putting them at a disadvantage. Like you lost before you started. That's right. That actually will take or circumvent your goal. It will actually do the opposite. It will negate your your value rather than build it um, and then R I would tell you make sure that it's relevant like is it does it really apply to what you really trying to do yeah. right right like um, remember like where we're trying to go like does it really get us to where we're trying to be at the end of all this exactly exactly so we want to make sure like come on is it relevant to your end goal mm -hmm. is that fair that is okay cool cool okay so then are you ready for the last one give it to me give T. me a T T is it timely you know oh. is it timely when do you intend to reach your chosen point and goal when do you think you're going to get there like there should be an expiration date like when are we going to get there right mm -hmm. and when are we going to move on like right. if, if we can't get this done when are we going to just reassess and then reevaluate and then do it again right yeah, that's a good point because at the same time, you know, you want to make sure you're not just focusing on this one thing and everything else falls by the wayside. Exactly. Exactly. And so there you go. Now we have our SMART goals. So we encourage you all to apply this in your marriage so that you can get from me thinking to we thinking. Yes. What's in it for we, right? So then that brings me to number four. Give it to me four. Okay. It's root to fruit. Are root you thinking fruit. from root to fruit? Like, are you thinking, what are you putting in the ground? What, mm. are, what are your roots? Are, are they watered? Do they have everything they need so that you can get to the fruit? So many times we want the fruit. We want the reward before the work. And, and it takes work in order to make sure you start thinking in this way, you yeah. know, understanding that win-win philosophy. And you can't do it without mutual trust, right? Agreed. And any attempt to implement, you know, having vested thinking will become mired, right? Right. 
if you are laying out terms and conditions in your relationship, right? Versus yeah. you sitting around thinking to yourself, you know what? Mutual trust means I can just kind of relax and, and just believe in the process and let God lead us all the way through. Yeah. And if you think about it, all you have to do is really start questioning yourself and asking the question. Like, so let's say when something comes up, instead of like, what would I do? Be like, what would Rhonda do? So that means what would we do? Mm. If you keep saying what would your spouse do, so that means what would we do? You you keep getting that habit, you keep getting that habit, and then you start obviously asking your spouse, say what should we do? What should we do? What should we do? Yeah, that's so good, babe. That is so good. It's the truth. It's it's actually practicing, right? Yeah. It's that good pretending we were talking Mm. about until it's the real thing, right? Okay. And then that brings us to number five. Okay. We are telling you to structure your thoughts into collaborative thinking, right? Start, start thinking of like what my husband was saying, because it evolves over time. What does a partnership look like to you? Right. right? How will you feel partnered? And where would those offenses be? When would it stop being a partnership? If they were to do this, say this, act like this, what, what are those actions clearly define them and say, let's not go past these boundaries. Oh, when you're dead. What? Yeah, Shut when, up. When you're dead, it's a, it's a wrap. It's over. This LLC is done when you die. <laughs> well, good, good, good. Well, what I will tell you is this. I'm going to be living as long as you are living, right? Amen. And we're going to make sure that we're continually moving in a way that's going to give us desired outcomes that align with the interests of both of us as players in this thing called marriage, right? Is that fair? Come on, all day. I love love. I'm in this for life. (laughs) You better be. You have no choice. I just want to be clear with you, okay? You have no choice. (laughs) Well, you all, I'm so glad that you listened to this episode, What's In It For We. And I encourage you to go back and listen to it, share it with someone, and then tell somebody about it and join our community. Again, you all, please go to either one of our websites Go to Me Too We Love, or you can go to Me Too We Talk, and you can get all of your needs covered in just one moment. We are your marriage and engagement resource, yes. and we want to stay that way, y'all. Come on now. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you for allowing us to tell you the truth. The whole truth. And nothing but the truth. So, so help, help me, God. God. Thank you all. We'll see you next time.